we were all born into something. We were born into a family of different religions, different beliefs, and different lifestyles. But it's not about who or what you were born into. It's about how it prepared you for your life journey. It's about how you allow something that you had no physical control over mold you into the person you are today. In this series, I'm going to discuss events in my life where fear took place. I'm also going to discuss events where fear tried to take place, but I didn't let it take over me. Before I dive deep into this podcast, I want to say that I appreciate everyone in my life that has taught me, loved me, and let me down. You are all a part of this greatness that I am and all that I will be. This is Cold World, and thanks for tuning into my podcast. Cold got something to say. Yo, 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 what's up, Cold World Podcast listeners? This is the official first episode of my podcast. Cole got something to say. And if you know like I know, Cole, that's me. I always got something to say. I want to thank the believers, the influencers, the doubters, and the haters. Because if it weren't for y'all, I would not be this great. But first and foremost, anything that is sent to harm me and my progress during my life journey... I reject it, and I send it back with love. So let's get into it. What brings you fear? Let me point out, if y'all hear me turning the page or something, it's me like, I, I got a little script so I could keep track of what I'm going. I don't want to get off subject and none of that. So just, just bear with me. This is my first episode. I'm getting everything situated, getting all my little vocals and little background noise, all that good stuff. I'm still tweaking everything. So just bear with me. It's my first one. It's going to be a good one, though. Know that. All right, so Boom. I believe fear is formed when you doubt your own capabilities of self, not wanting to let your family or loved ones down, or just not willing to take the risk because of truth, acceptance, and or failure. For me, becoming fearless in a situation, it has to really take me to a point of no return. Like these past few years, it has taken me on a fear-filled journey, and I finally had enough. My biggest fear used to be not being enough. Of course, I know I'm enough now. Like, I'm more than enough now. Like, I'm all that in a bag of chips, like salt and vinegar kind. You already know what's up. But growing up, it was very different for me. Something that I still think about to this day is a situation where I befriended someone in middle school, and I told her something in confidence. And not only did she tell the entire school, she twisted my words up. So just think about it, like being a 12, 13-year-old in middle school, having kids laughing at you, people spreading rumors, and basically destroying my self-esteem because I'm thinking the stuff that they saying, like, you know, it's hurting me, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, dang, like, that's messed up. And then on top of that, not only on top of that, like dealing with stuff in middle school, like I was... I was in the middle of hell and I was just like, I was just like battling my sexuality and how I was going to tell my saved, sanctified Christian family that I like girls. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But for the record, I never really came out to my family. I just had a fucking moment and I started doing what I was doing. <laughs> oh, and it's just some, I might drop an F-bomb, F-bomb, I might say shit, I might say damn, if you don't like it. I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm not going to be cussing all up and through it, but if it comes out, it comes out. That's just me. That's just me. I don't know how else to explain that. 
But it's all love, though. Know that. It's it's always love. It's out of love. <laughs> but what I was saying, uh, see, this is why I got a screw because I was going to get all track. See, this is what I was talking about. But what I was saying, uh, but yeah, for the record, I never really did come out to my family. I just had an effing moment pretty much and started doing what I was doing. But all of that and some was weighing on my little barely teenage spirit, and it took a toll on me. I was being bullied on the bus, felt like the school reject, and I was hiding my true self because I don't want to be more of a disappointment than what I thought I already felt. I remember I used to cry at night wondering why I wasn't beautiful enough for the boys or why I couldn't do certain things or go to certain places where the kids would go or do things the kids my age would do. I felt like because of my upbringing, my family would not love me or accept me for being gay. I couldn't even say the word dang when I get in trouble. So it's like I had to place aside my true self because I cared about what my family thought. You know what I'm saying? And it's and, it, and it's messed up thinking about it now, but as a as a child, as a teenager, like that's it's different, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's way different. But um what I was saying, oh one day I just I just decided to take matters into my own hands. Like I said, I was being bullied and battling my sexuality and just it was just a lot going on or whatever and I didn't wanna be that anymore. I didn't want to live in fear or anything in that moment. For that moment, I didn't want that anymore. So one day I decided to just take medicine to my own hands and no, I did not come out of my family. They, they weren't for to go for that shit. <laughs> don't even, yeah, don't even ice. I ain't even, I never came out. So don't even ice. <laughs> However, I did punch old dude in his shit because he kept bullying me. So like, I'm going to tell y'all the story real quick. So I was, we was on the bus. It was me and my older brother. Dude been messing with me. I guess he wanted to feel like he was a big dude, you know, power move, whatever. So, dude, dude, I know my brother. My brother, he could do some damage. So, I, I I don't know if he was just letting dude do whatever and just going about his business or what. All I know is my brother had to turn around. We finna get off the bus. My brother had to turn around. And dude put, dude put a lollipop in his hoodie, in his hoodie, like the hat part, the hood part of his hoodie. And he gonna laugh, but I, I guess he ain't think that I seen it, or he just ain't think my little self was gonna do something. Oh, but I did. I definitely did. So I took that, I took that lollipop, threw it at his ass, and then I hit him with that one hit a quarter, bah, and, and that was a wrap. I don't, I, I, I don't know what came over me. It was that good old effort, that good old I had enough, that good old you know what I'm saying. Like it was more of fearlessness and and power and, and self-awareness, it, it was a lot. It was a lot of emotions going through my mind when that happened. But yeah, I had hit it with that one hit a quitter. I don't even remember if somebody seen it. I think somebody did see it because I had went to band. I had went to band class and everything. I think I called my mama. I don't even remember. All I know is the band teacher was like, oh, I heard you punch somebody or whatever. Like the school bus driver had to say something, whatever. And I told him, I like, no, nah, dude, be, you know, bullying me, bullying me and my brother or whatever. Like that, be on some other shit. So I hit him in this shit. Like, what? My mama ain't care. My dad ain't care. They knew what it was. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but the crazy part is, little old me, and if you know me, I'm little. I'm like, what, five, two, five, three? Little, and I mean, what, what grade that was? Seventh grade? Yeah, that was seventh grade. So little old me, and it's a big black fat dude or whatever like that. So little old me, y'all mean to tell me. Y'all mean to tell me, y'all, I had to sit in the front of the bus. I had to stay away from old boy. 
I had to sit in the front of the bus and all that. And y'all knew this dude was doing all this. And y'all ain't never did nothing. But it take little old me to set fire to his act. Anyway, but yeah, that's how that went. But yeah. So in that moment of fear, I decided to take medicine to my own hands because I finally had enough of not feeling safe or valued. So, so after that instance, I never had an issue with bullying. But with old girl, I was out for revenge. Like, baby had unspread. Like I said, I told baby something out of confidence. Like, I think we, I thought, I thought we was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told baby had something out of confidence and she just went, Ugh. I'm like, all right. So, like I said, I was out for revenge. And when I say revenge, I wanted to get my hands on baby. Like we would like, like I said, we was close. I thought we was close or whatever. But I was ready for baby at the bus stop after school and all y'all. Like, y'all have no understanding of how bad I wanted to touch baby. Baby never showed up to school. She didn't get on the bus. Like, matter of fact, she, I don't even think she ever came back to school. Matter of fact, to be honest, street rumor has it, call me got ass and come still on that ass today. <laughs> my spirit tea don't lit up. I swear to God, they don't. But in that moment in my life, I allowed fear to take over me and put me in a place of darkness. And because I no longer wanted to be this fear-filled being, I stood up for myself in my time of need because nobody else was. Like I said, like the dude... The, old boy was, you know what I'm saying, bullying me and my brother, and you can only do certain, you know, certain, you can only do certain things to a certain extent, or whatever like that, and wasn't nobody helping me, saving me, or whatever, so, shit, I gotta do what I gotta do, but that following year, though, y'all, it was, like, one of my best years in school that I've ever had, and it's because I didn't allow what happened previously. I didn't let that cycle keep going, pretty much. I didn't allow fear to take over me and not stand up for myself. I didn't. I, I, I didn't like the feeling that I, that I felt, you know what I'm saying, when it came to going to school or just, like, confining in anybody or whatever like that. Because, like I said, the next year was one of the greatest years of my life. And no, I still didn't come out to my mom. And my daddy and my family. Y'all, I told y'all that shit went, they went finna go for that. They was not finna go for that shit. And hell, to this day, I feel like I still ain't come out to them. They just know. You know? <laughs> Sometimes you just, hey, it is what it is. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, I, that was one of the stories of my life where fear, where I allowed fear to take over me and I allowed it to consume me. And I also, I also explained where I had enough of fear. And that was, like I said, it was just one one portion of my life. And think about, thinking back, to be honest, thinking back at it right now, I, um, I'm proud of myself because I really could have let that sit on me from 12, 13 years old until now 32 years old. And it's just like, Wow. It's 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 wild and it it's it's crazy because a lot of kids my age, a lot of kids my age then in this moment in time they don't take bullying or they don't take bullying or coming to terms with their sexuality their person or whatever like that because like 
kids kids these days are they I don't know what what the hell they got going on I don't I don't know I don't know if it's the parent I don't know because I'm the parents of the kids I mean like we're the parents you know what I'm saying so it's just like I know my baby don't bully, bully and all that good stuff but it's just like these kids be killing themselves because they're afraid to tell their parents that they're gay or the kids bullying them and it's just like, or like I read this girl got killed because some girl jumped her because the boy, the boy wanted to talk to her or something. The girl got just like, this is, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's just like, fear is amongst all of us, whether you want to admit it or not. The strongest, manliest men can still have fear. And of course, he's not going to admit that. Some men don't admit it. Some women won't admit it because fear people's, to be honest, I feel like fear isn't a weakness. I feel like fear is, it could be, it could be described as a strength because without fear is no motivation. Without fear is no purpose. Without fear is no meaning. Without, without fear you won't experience love because even though fear and love can't be in the same presence without fear, you can't have love because, because fear, because fear was instilled in me of my life because of my life situations. It made me face my fear. I sat in my fear in my darkness or whatever it was. And I, I felt those emotions or whatever. And I took it upon myself to face that fear and love myself, stand up for myself. But so because I didn't allow fear to stand <laughs> to cover me or, or consume me, I decided to love myself and I took fear out of the equation. And like I said, that portion of my life was one of the greatest it was one of my greatest accomplishments I've ever done for myself in in that school year or whatever like that. And I had a lot going on. It, it was so much going on that year that I didn't even say. But uh, to this day, I recently I've had a lot of fear that tried to consume me, but I faced it and I said, you know what, fear you, I love me. I was created with love, for God has not created us with the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That is one of my favorite Bible verses to this day, and it stuck. It stuck with me. Love is everywhere. Love is everywhere. Fear should not be in no one's mind, no one's heart, no one's spirit because fear fear isn't fear isn't what's supposed to drive us. Love is love for self, love love for self and love to give love and receive love. And I'm not talking about sexual things. I'm talking about I'm talking about being there for someone. It's just it's a lot and it comes with that comes with trauma past traumas that comes with generational curses fear comes with yeah fear comes with trauma fear comes with generational curses fear comes with so much and if you think about it and you really pay attention fear has been instilled in us since slavery fear has been instilled in us since i can remember because <laughs> I'm going to get a little deep because if it wasn't, if you don't put fear in someone, 
If you if someone has the spirit of fear, if you give someone the spirit of fear, you know for a fact they're not going to stray away, right? Boom. Same thing with mm, 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 with slavery. If y'all, <laughs> mm, 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 if if these people said if they beat us enough, they will put fear in us, take their food, their houses, whatever. Everything that slavery consisted of. And they put the Bible on us. They beat the Bible into us, putting fear into us. I'm not saying nothing is wrong with the Bible. Please don't shun me. Don't cancel me. And I just, this is my first episode. Don't cancel me. I just getting started. I just getting started. However, comma, side note, the Bible has been altered to instill fear. Do a little research. And I'm not talking about the research and history and stuff from the schools that they, that they, that we had to go to. I'm talking about research that you looked up on your own. But they in, we were we were raised with fear. We were born into fear. And it's just like, I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one. And I don't I don't I don't want to live in fear anymore. I don't care about my family knowing that I'm gay. I love women. I'm a carpet munching, I'm a bulldog, I'm a dyke, whatever you want to call me. I'm that. And I'm happy. And I'm I love myself. I'm vibrating high. I'm living in my true authentic, authenticity. My full-blown divine femininism and masculinism. It, it, that's those two words, them, them real words right here. Yeah, I got. I might have to look it up. But <laughs> even still, it's just like I'm not saying that the way we were taught and the way we were brought up was the wrong way. You can't help what you've been taught, or you know what I'm saying. You you can't help what you don't know. We were all raised and taught to be a certain way. We were all raised and taught that this goes this way, that goes that way. It isn't, it, it, it isn't no this and that. It's always a that and that and this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's a lot that I really want to dive into that I'm going to dive more into as the series go, goes along. Um, I'm trying to do 10 episodes of this series of Fear. And I'm going to try to give you examples, give examples in my life where, like I said, fear presented itself and I either allowed fear to take over or I decided to face fear. Um, I think I did good for my first episode, you guys. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for me. Yes, I had read that bad boy at 44. That mean I am protected. Stop playing, y'all. Y'all better get on them angel numbers. <laughs> but yes, thank y'all so much much for tuning in i appreciate you guys so much you have no idea even if don't nobody listen it's the fact that i got over this fear of speaking because i don't like attention i if you know me you know me i act goofy da, 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 da. but if you don't know me i'm very quiet and reserved some may call me conceited i don't care i call it safe <laughs> you understand me but um but i appreciate y'all so much i love y'all like I said, I love my daughters, my haters, my influencers, and the ones that push me to that push me and motivate me to be become even greater than I am. I appreciate everyone. Without y'all, I would not be this person that I am today. And of course, this is a cold world production. <laughs> cold world sound. You know, cold world, cold world, cold world. <laughs> 
Thank y'all so much. I love y'all. Even if I don't know you, I love you. Because sometimes that I love you help people get through the day. I remember one time, side note, another side note. I remember one time I had blessed somebody. I'm not going to say what exactly I did, but I had blessed somebody. And they weren't expecting that blessing. And th- they told me that that made their day. Like they was thinking about the worst of the worst. And because I showed love. I showed them some form of love. It it saved their life pretty much. So it's just like, mm. Yeah. But like I said, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. We coming up on 19 minutes. I'm trying to hit the 20 minute mark. This is Cole Got Something to Say. Next episode is going to be episode two of What Brings You Fear. Hopefully I get some some comments, some questions to add on to the episode. If not, I'm still talk your head off and y'all gonna listen because y'all love me. I love y'all too and I appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Cole got something to say. Next episode drops next week. What's the day, y'all? Wednesday. So I'm gonna drop it every Wednesday. I'm gonna try to drop them every Wednesday once a week. Ten episodes per series. And I I would love feedback. I would love comments, all that for my next series or questions and concerns or whatever for my next episode or episodes to come. Um, thank you for tuning tuning in. Cole got something to say. Cold World Sound, Cold World Productions. Let's get it. Cold World. <laughs>